Traveling the Vortex. Kerplam! We've joined the Doctor as she travels the Vortex and arrives at episode number 407, Beware the Bubble Wrap. I'm Keith. I'm Sean. I'm Glenn. How are you guys? Scared of bubble wrap now. <laughs> Haven't we been scared of bubble wrap for a long time, thanks to Doctor mm, Who? No. Especially when it's spray painted no, green. No, I'm just kind of glad <laughs> that they finally used bubble, <laughs> bubble wrap and made it scary this time. A monster. It's a bubble wrap monster. Oh, wait, no, just a bubble wrap bomb. <laughs> uh, how are you guys doing? Not too bad. Did you guys do anything fun this week? We went and saw Fantastic Beasts, ah. The Crimes of Grindelwald. <laughs> Such a long time and it's kind of misleading title, I think. Is it? I thought so. Uh, is it any good? It was okay. It was. It feels like a middle chapter, ah. which I think is my biggest complaint, is that it just feels like it's setting too much stuff up as opposed to doing a self-contained story. Or ah. other like Harry Potter movies would do a self-contained story and still set stuff up. This feels like all set up. Well, those were all built from books, which typically do that. But this, True. Yeah, this is building a movie franchise. So and there wasn't enough surprising. beasts, in my opinion. To have Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> to be called Fantastic Beasts, there weren't enough beasts. There were some, but not nearly as much as there should have been. It wasn't just quite as fun either. And it took a much more serious of a film. And I don't know if it's our was our screening, but it was a very dark, visually dark movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think I need to see it a second time to kind of appreciate more of what they're trying to do, I think. We also watched Deadpool 2. And you hadn't seen it yet? I hadn't seen it yet. And what did you think? It was okay. I didn't love it either. <laughs> Again, not as fun. I thought it, was a much, it had a much more serious tone to it, which... While it had the jokes, just the overall tone, it didn't seem like they were... Maybe they were just trying to strike, have lightning strike in a bottle a second time too hard. Because it felt like they were trying to tell a good story. Which I think the story is probably better than the first one. I just didn't have as much fun on the ride as I did the first time. Yeah, it's a little bigger, a little more epic. Yeah. A little less fun. Yeah. (laughs) Sean, did you do anything this week? We went and saw uh, Simple Favor. Showed up over at the uh, the Dollar Theater. I don't know if you guys have seen the trailers for that one. Is that the Anna Kendrick one? Mm-hmm. Okay. And it, it looks like a, uh, a really good kind of murder mystery suspense thriller. And it is, but it's also a comedy. Oh, I didn't realize it was a comedy. I didn't either. <laughs> In fact, it took me about an hour of going through. Because they, they set everything up. And, you know, then the cop shows up. And he delivers a couple lines that are funny. And I'm going... I'm not sure that's the tone I'd be striking in this situation for for that. Are you doing this on purpose? And it really, it, it kind of took me a couple more to get into it to go, oh, wait, no, you are doing this on purpose. <laughs> it wasn't just some random joke that was thrown in. The, the whole movie is a little off, and it's phenomenal. It's a lot of fun, but you, you kind of have to get past that initial gear shift <laughs> midstream. Is there anything else? Not really. Play some more Minecraft. <laughs> What'd you do, Glenn? Me too. Play some more Minecraft. Um, we didn't watch anything really this week, um, but I we went to the gingerbread home for the holidays and built our gingerbread houses. So it was fun. We do it every year. Cool. Should we move on to feedback? Sure. We can do feedback first if you want. Oh yeah, we do news first, don't we? 
Typically. We let's mix it up. We, we could do feedback and then our review and then do news. Let's mix it up today. Why not? Sure. Our first bit of feedback comes from Holly. Good thing I pulled this up in advance. He's already ready. Holly writes, Hello, guys. I have to say that I enjoyed this episode. Love the callback to the 11th Doctor's fascination with fezzes. Plus, I'll never look at bubble wrap the same way again. I was almost wondering if the Nestine consciousness hadn't made its way back or another plastic-like alien offshoot. Didn't see the twist coming with who the actual bad guy was. Not much else to say. Wishing you all a happy Thanksgiving. Holly from Wisconsin. Thank you, Holly. Thank you, Holly. Thanks, Holly. And if you want to send feedback, how do they do that, Keith? You can just go to our website, travelinthevortex.com, and fill out the Send Us Feedback tab. Or if you're viewing any of our posts on social media, just click through to our Facebook profile, and you can click the Send Us an Email tab right there. Or send it directly to feedback at travelinthevortex.com. Very good. Well, let's move on to our review, then, if we're going to do this out of order. Kerblam. 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 Delivery for the doctor. A mysterious message arrives in a package addressed to the doctor, leading her, Graham, Yaz, and Ryan to investigate the warehouse moon orbiting Kendoka, the home of the galaxy's largest retailer. Kerblam. Womp <laughs> Oh. I didn't like it. I, I thought it was okay. I didn't hate it. Um, I didn't hate it. I felt the same way, uh, Glenn, that it was okay. I, and reflecting on it further, I think it's the fact that it didn't stick the landing for me. Far that from it. It tried, I think it was trying to do a social commentary and did not succeed as well as it could have. And I think it tried mixing, changing what the social commentary was mid-flow, and that's where the issue becomes. Because it, it, at first it's this really interesting exploration of an Amazonian future where they control everything in our lives, including workforce, population, et cetera, et cetera. And then it turns into terrorism, and it kind of spirals out of control and loses interest for me. Concur? I didn't... I don't know. I I, I don't feel like it devolved too much. I mean, I, I see what you're saying, and it did. It did all of those things, but I just... I don't think it was to its detriment. I think it told... A pretty solid middle of the line story there. Um, I like the the twist of the two heads of the company aren't really in, into it. I like that it. a lot that too. Was very cool. Um, I like that the and that system, the system wasn't was not really you know behind it, um, which they kind of lead you down both of those roads at some point. And uh, I I was pleased by the the twist because I didn't see it coming. I didn't see this kid being who he was. Um, I thought his motivations were more manic than they were. Maybe that's my problem is yeah. the fact that the he, motivations were so manic. He, I think ultimately he could have achieved his end goal in a better way, but. Because what if they didn't, okay, I get bubble wrap is irresistible to most people, but when I get it, I typically don't pop it. I don't, I. You're not human. No, Why? <laughs> Pod person. A lot of times I just toss My it. My whole household went, oh, what? What? <laughs> what? I can resist the allure of bubble wrap. We, we had more of a, well, we're boned. Kerblam. <laughs> 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 just, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just calling it right now. I didn't like that the title had a double meeting, too. Yeah. Um, I was a little disappointed that the, uh, what's her name? Uh, Judy? 
So who was the girl the the that ate it? Oh yeah. Was that Curry? Kira? Kira. 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 Um I was a little upset, but I then you, as far as the motivations of the plot go, it made sense. I just for a series that we've talked about having this season not a very low body count. Um this one felt like even though there weren't there were a lot of off-camera kills, but there were. It felt like there were a lot of people unnecessarily killed in this one, and and again, it, I think it was to drive drive the plot. And uh, I think the problem is that they're making us care about them. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, if, yeah. If, if it's random poacher number four, I, I don't sure, care if he gets sure. eaten Salad by the mummy. Salad guy in the first episode. Yeah, really the, no, no, no big loss there. Uh, curmudgeonly lighthouse keeper. Eh, all right. <laughs> Oh, we no, not Dan. He yeah, has a daughter Dan. at home. You know that's not cool. Well, on top of that, he was played by Lee Mack, who's one of my, well, uh, my favorites. But I, he's a, well, he's a favorite comedian of mine in the UK. He's on a lot of panel shows, and so he showed up, and I was like, oh, hey, cool, I know this guy. And then he eats it like <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> ten minutes into the episode. I was like, oh, well, there's your cameo. Um, yeah, no. So I was a little upset by that, but I, you know, I, overall, I, I, I didn't. I, I felt like it stuck the landing. I think it, it probably had other paths it could have gone down, but I thought it was fine the way that it ended. Um, I did kind of expect the doctor to try a little harder to uh, save the kid from blowing himself up, but then again, she did give him a chance, and and even Graham at that, you know, was was trying his best. There's not much you can do when that thing's about to go off. But yeah, um, I don't know. I, I I thought it was good. It, it's certainly not the strongest episode of the season, but it's still. I there's not a down. I mean, I I don't feel like we've dipped underneath the level of of good. So um, no, I think I was just, pleased. I think maybe my disappointment is just based off the level of other stories this season. I think that's. Is, Definitely any, the bottom of the pack, but it's not one that I would skip for at any, all. Yeah, for any series, it's difficult to maintain a level when you put out and uh, we've gone a lot of good stuff. Five episodes, and I, I think that so to be quite six. honest with you, I'm hoping next week's will be really strong too because they really have. I think Rosa, Ro, Rosa, Rosa was uh, really, really good, and then it kind of you know dipped a little bit for the next week, and then went back up for uh, 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 well, there was a couple of stories. There, there. there was uh, arachnids. Arachnids. Then, uh, I, I think I'm trying to erase Stitch. arachnids from Saranga. My... <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Saranga was the it was was uh, no. Uh, Pujat was the really good one. So yeah. I think they've done this thing and where I think they've that's... kind of peaked and valleyed and peaked and valleyed. Although I don't think the valleys are really valleys. I think no, just kind of slopes, it's really not know? that low. And, and that's the downside of Kerblam is it's following up Demons of the Punjab. Right. And Demons of the Punjab is such a phenomenal story that it's <laughs> How do you follow that up? I, I mean... Agree. I still think the visuals are stunning. I think oh, yeah. it's really good. And it, it kind of hit me that the reason we're getting 10 episodes this season is because they're spending a lot on production. And oh, I yeah. think that's why they've trimmed it back. And I'm kind of kind of grateful, even though I'm sad that we won't get as many episodes this season, I'm kind of glad that the money's being well spent. Yeah. I think they're, they're shooting it very well to maximize their money. Because there was so much of that that you couldn't really tell what was happening. And it worked to its favor. In some of the action bits, like them going down the, you know, shoots, it's kind of tighter shots on a lot of them. And there, there's another section where I thought, wow, there's a lot of tight shots here to make it so you don't really see what's happening to them. I thought that was 
well done. Out of necessity. Yeah. In, in this one, especially. Well, in other episodes, too, they've kind of done the same style. Um, I don't know. This is, this is the first one that I felt like wasn't shot to the level of the rest of the season. But I think it has more to do with I think location. the ambitious special effects sequence. I mean, when you're tumbling down... A lot down, more visual effects. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you're, when you're tumbling down a... Uh, a conveyor belt inside a gargantuan Amazon Prime warehouse, and you don't have the uh, the, the Star Wars Attack of the Clones budget. You <laughs> you shoot it this way. I love like, that you said Prime. <laughs> what well, is an Amazon Prime warehouse? It's not it's, a regular Amazon, an Amazon warehouse. Warehouse. It's an Amazon Prime warehouse. <laughs> they, they, they have they, Amazon has success, successfully brainwashed him into thinking there's only Amazon Prime. No, no, no. There's there are other Amazon. Speaking but, Amazon Prime, but, but Amazon Prime is the big one. <laughs> this is the Prime. Well, warehouse. you can tell he's an Amazon customer. <laughs> um, much, much to my chagrin. Um, I think the other thing that this one, a lot of people were pointing out that oh, they're you know the the heavy-handed moral story here. And they're pushing the whole, you know, we're uh, automating ourselves out of positions and jobs, which I think is certainly true to a certain point. But I think you have to understand and look at a point that we will never get to a point where only 10% of people are part of the product forehead. And the reason we can't do that is because if people don't have jobs to have money to spend on that stuff, <laughs> right. it's, it'll self-collapse anyway. So I think that this kind of maybe exaggerates that a little mm-hmm. bit much too much if that's kind of going to be the... Uh, thing that I think wasn't very good about it was I think that they could have easily upped that number a little bit to make that a little more believable to me. But if only 10% of the population is working and making money, there's nobody to buy the products that are being delivered. Well, I suppose the question is, is it 10% of the population of this planet while you're still shipping galactically? But um, the one guy has... But they, a, did, they did point out that it was a certain it. region or a certain yeah. area. They kept yeah. saying a certain name. So yeah. And the one guy had a comment about the galactic economy had you know fallen off so which is, i mean it's not the first time doctor who's done i mean the sun makers yeah you know? exactly we, yeah. We, we've done that before um for me i it just i think maybe uh it had such a promising open i loved the fez joke <laughs> that was that was just great and it kind of set everything up, and then we land, and it's another, oh, okay, interesting location that doesn't quite look like, I mean, yeah, obviously it's a plant somewhere in the UK. Well, it's but, a distribution you know. center is what it is. Well, but I, I mean, just the, 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 the visual of the exterior oh, location. Oh. Well, I still know. think it was probably a distribution center. Yeah. Well, I, think well, those, I think those exteriors were completely computer generated. I think, so I think the entire yeah. thing was. I think the only shots were probably office shots, that uh, packaging room, and... That parking garage that they apparently shot. <laughs> it looked so much like a parking, oh, yeah. parking garage. Uh, I think those were probably the only real locations. Bubble. I have a feeling everything else was, was computer-generated background. But, um, so, you know, we get, okay, this is kind of cool. It's a good start. And then it just stopped. The, the whole forward motion of the plot screeched to a halt because we're going to go to work. <laughs> and even Ryan's coming. That didn't I, seem I, this, to bother me. Either. This is what I did. You know, okay. So we get really bogged down in the minutia of the, and then the packages come from here, and then they go there, and then they come over here, and then they do this, and then you wrap them. And I bet you felt kind of very... like Graham leaning on the mop oh, while I were giving so... Rule 172. Of... Once again, Graham was the bright <laughs> spot of the episode for me. But it, it, it just kind of went on and on and on and on. And I looked over at Mel, and she was sitting there with one hand up on her, I mean, bored. 
bored, bored. We're just, <laughs> how does Doctor Who become boring? What happened? So it's going on and it's doing its thing and people are disappearing. It's like, okay, well, this has promise. The investigation is boring. The plant operatives are boring. The other characters are, okay, that's kind of cool. No, no, I'm wrong. You're boring too. It, it just, <laughs> and then. I, I wouldn't go that far. I then, wouldn't go that far either. I didn't think it was, I wasn't oh, bored at any I point. I wasn't bored at all. And then we got to the end. I think and what it, it was, boils down to is Sean just doesn't like the series because yeah, he doesn't the, like the. But he doesn't like the 13th Doctor. Like doctor. I liked last week's. <laughs> okay, so one story. Yeah. And, I, and I'm, I'm completely willing to concede that maybe I'm f- coming down harder on this one because last week's was so good. Oh, yeah, okay, that's a yeah, valid yeah, concern. Yeah. But it just, nothing happened. And then we got to the <laughs> end, and they revealed that it's the bubble wrap. And I went, oh, that's genius. Because it's all of a sudden it's this callback to snowmen and statues and all those things that we've been made afraid of on Doctor Who. And it's innocuous and it's simple and it's pervasive because it's already out there. It's it's some in my home right now. Oh, this is going to be great. No, we we, we wrapped that up in, you know. Bubble wrap? (laughs) (laughs) We wrapped that up in 20 seconds and it's like, okay, we're done. You're going to hire more people? Right. (laughs) <laughs> Love you. Bye. That was, another, <sighs> that was another thing. It was their labor, and they said that we're going to hire more people. And then I th- sort of thought, well, you can only hire up to the ten percent because that's a, there's a law that doesn't allow you to to. Well, no, that's not true. I guess it had to be at least ten percent. You had to keep a minimum. You had to keep 10%. a minimum. So I guess they could hire more than above that. But yeah, it, it just you know, and Mel looked at me and went. Eh. <laughs> And then she got up and she started to pace and she got very animated about, I am so angry right now. I said, what? She says, I like this show. What happened? <laughs> I was like, wow. Okay. Hmm. So she's, she's even more beside herself than I am. And I'm, I'm the guy that's coming on here being the mouthpiece going, eh, it wasn't that great. She's really upset by it. But it just... It just laid there the whole episode, didn't it? was, you know, if, if we're going to go with the gymnastics analogy, what a great sprint down the thing. And then they crashed head first into that hobby horse <laughs> and kind of sort of stumbled onto that I landing. Being, but it just, I think you're being too harsh. No, it just not, nothing. You sound yeah, like every other like little just... grumpy, grumpy fanboy on the internet. But I haven't read any of that. That should tell you something. <laughs> I've not, I purposely have stayed away from everything. Just so that I can keep a fresh well, I mind. Even, I don't even think that it's so much. No, I don't want to pre- presume what you're feeling. So never mind. I was just say I don't think it's so Good. much that you. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't. I, I won't go that far. But I don't think it's so much that you would even have to be reading because I don't think. I don't think there's a lot of people feeding off of other people. I think that happens. I think that is oh, happening. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of genuine fans out there that are are upset without being fed into by that. But I think that. It's just because it's not their, it's not how they perceive it. It's not how they, it's every week you come saying, you know, the doctor wouldn't do this, the doctor wouldn't do that. I suppose that's certainly a, a, a valid point, although I think she was very doctor like this week. So that's not really your mm-hmm. argument this week. Yeah, but, no, no, she, um, she was, she but, was but fine. But it's She's... those kind of things. It's that, it's that, those just ingrained perceptions of how things should be. Not necessarily you, but that's how the grumpy fanboy is. And it's just those those perceptions of how things should be, and it's almost like a stalwart to change. But again, that doesn't really 
touch on what you're saying that you didn't like about the episode. Well, if week, so. a lot of it, honestly, is pacing. This one in particular just felt so slow. And if I were to, to, to reference a previous episode where we went undercover in a job situation, a school reunion. So we, we go undercover at the school, and there's something going on, but we're not quite sure what. Well, they didn't and have a we, problem with pacing. We, though, we though, get two, maybe three scenes of them undercover. And then there's a reveal, right, and oh, right. dun, 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 and things pick up, and then we're chasing the bad guy, and it just, it moved. This one was scene after scene after scene after scene of just, okay, we're at work. Let well, see what they were doing. happening. A, a little bit more of the difference is School Reunion had characters we're familiar with. Yeah, I mean, and, and this is building new supporting characters well, and yeah. exploring those characters, whereas. We just needed quick. Here's yeah, what Sarah Jane's a lot been of up eye to. candy going. Oh, hey, it's Sarah Jane. Oh, there's yeah. Tina. Right. Oh, and, 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 that, and that's, yeah. that's, that's and very we know fair. Rose, and we know it's, Mickey. They're by distracting that point. us from I mean, the uh, problems of that. And, and, and once again, I liked the fact that, that that all of our characters were giving something to do. I love Graham. That he's just so much the the rock of this team, and probably the most. I mean, the whole thing grinds to a halt without him at this point. Because he did all of the heavy lifting for this episode. He's what? The, no, Ryan did quite a bit. Uh, Ryan did a little bit, but ultimately, when it comes down to it, Ryan's big contribution was let's go save the chick and falling down an elevator oh, he... shaft to get there, only to find out we could have teleported and nothing really happened with him either. I mean, when, when you boil it down, his contributions didn't really. Well, what were Graham's? Well, well, Graham, first of all, I mean, obviously the position that he was in, because it should have been the other way around, but um, being with the guy and getting all of the information from who it turns out is the terrorist, but getting the robot, getting the, the map, getting the everything came back down to Graham's contributions is what propelled that forward. And the doctor kind of fed off of that. And then they would split off and go do something else. Oh, and then no, they'd no, come no, no, back. Wait, 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 wait. And it would the be Graham that had. feed off that. The doctor said, this is what I need. Graham delivered. Well, that's yeah. And Graham, Graham went and There was no it. feeding off of well, well, it. It wasn't like Graham came up with all the ideas. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying but, but, but Graham did the heavy lifting. And then he brought it back to the doctor and said, here, I got this. And she went, okay, let's go do this. And then Graham came back and said, here, I got this. And they went, da-da-da-da. Well, all he got was the plans. He didn't get the robot. He did tell them where the robot could be found. He just took them where the robot would be found. So, again, it's just So, he's really the integral part of everything that's going on. Yes, finally gets a police moment. All right, I've got him in. Oh, he escaped. Really? Because I just feel like you're undermining her character now. Yeah. There are just so many little things that... It, it just but frustrated. Was, I liked I liked the fact that she was there for Dan, and they had developed this you know yeah. kind of relationship. And then she yeah. tried to help him when she, but he was gone by then. And then she runs away. But I liked the fact that she had found the little uh, thing that her his daughter had given to him, and she at the end made it her purpose to deliver it back to her. So I thought that was good. Something Which is, and, and she not, found a clever way to get away from the menace, as opposed to just you know running towards them or away from them down the long corridor. Yes, yeah. true. <laughs> she could have kept. She, she could have kept running down the long corridor, <laughs> and eventually get captured. Yeah. Sorry, Donna. If this was Planet of the Ud, we would have run down that long corridor. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Rose. We would have run down that long corridor. No, I, I that was cool, and I like the fact that we are getting those personalized moments because previous doctors would not have had, maybe, you know, explored in a 
piece of fan fiction off camera, we'd have got something where the doctor went. We'd have got a companion and, chronicle. For, yeah. For <laughs> <laughs> Yet another episode. Where we're going to go say I'm sorry to this person. Um, but it, it was nice to see Yaz be the one to go, I want to go take this to his family. And the doctor went, yeah, we should. that's the least we can do. That's cool. I yeah. like those moments. And I also like the fact that we didn't have to sit through it. And I don't mean that to be snide. I mean that because that's an emotional gut punch that I, I, I don't want. I, I don't need it. It's enough for me to know that you're going to go take care of business and that it happens and then I'm okay with it. Yeah, I agree with that. So, yeah. you know, that, that that's cool. But the rest of it? So you're wrong by about 90% of it. And 10% you're right on. So. <laughs> no, you're certainly, you certainly make a lot of good valid points. But I just, I didn't feel the same way. Didn't, number one, I wasn't bored ever. Well, and I it thought it was really too. interesting and intriguing. Well, it wasn't predictable. Oh, because well, as soon as they landed, it was like, well, okay, everything's automated. There's only 10% of the population here. And the well, yeah, yeah, cards but, are not being stamped in this room. They come to us they from turn, somewhere else. They well, turn it's all the computer. That, they turn all that on and its head. And then you made me wait 40 minutes before you revealed That's it. not true because they turn everything on their head when you when it's revealed that neither of the head of the corporation guys are in on it. And then it's revealed later that it's not the computer. It's not the system. It's the this one was guy. The system was now, trying that, that to. Was, that was cool. Yes, but it... it, it but so it's not predictable. It was they, predictable. They because... said it. They said it in a in a in a situation to make you think because based on prior experience with these type of stories, they made you think, and that was a great deception tactic. So when you say predictable, it wasn't predictable. It was purposefully predictable, but it wasn't predictable. It was predictable from the standpoint air. that I knew it was the computer that sent the help message. The computer, the system, is the one that sent the message to the doctor. Oh, I didn't get that either. Oh, I totally <laughs> I got, got that, that right off the bat. And I, and I could nitpick the fact that, okay, it's a fez, which means more than likely the 11th doctor ordered it, which means more than likely this has been going on for a very long time. <laughs> but yet we've only lost six people, seven people, however many were disappearing. Oh, no, it was... Uh, Eight. No, no. We only had files on a handful. 15, there was less than 10. Uh, maybe, okay, nine, 15. 15. 15 people no, I over... I think it was 20. I think it was 20. I don't know. As far as I get up, go up as high as I can, he'll go with me. Okay, no. 20. <laughs> 20 people disappeared. What do you mean? That's a lot of people, Sean. Just disappeared between the 11th doctor, the 12th doctor, and now the 13th doctor. You're so, Sean, you're thinking too literally. You're right, I am, because she could have set the coordinates to go back to when it was ordered. Right. Okay, I'll let that one slide. But still, the moment that the moment we establish that everything's automated, it's like okay, the computer's the one calling for help. Got it. Move on. But instead, I get this silly uh, I didn't get that. chase sequence with, well, maybe it's this this you know executive you're not supposed to like. That's my boss. Well, I'm not I, supposed I to can, like that I person. I completely <laughs> see why you think. I mean, if you completely pegged that from the beginning, of course it was boring for you because you knew the whole plot. No, I didn't know the whole plot. Well, because no, you when, did. Because no, I didn't. Said, you're talking, because, you're talking about knowing all of the important details of the plot. Hang yes, on. you knew all I, of I that. knew so that was the computer. It would have been so all of the running around with the bosses was immaterial to me because it was like it's, you're, you're chasing your tail. That's not it. And then we finally get to the reveal that, okay, the computer's the one that called for help. And it's like, finally, thank goodness. But then the why the computer called for help that I didn't see coming. And so that was cool. And the well, fact it that the it last was five minutes, but that's just it. That's, that's where I felt like we, the bubble wrap revelation. That's where it no, came probably. alive to you're, me. You're a better detective oh, than I am because say. that's, uh, I didn't see it coming at all. I didn't see that the computer. I thought it was there. predictable. <laughs> uh, 
It was just, it was, it was it, I don't know. It was just too much we for Trevor. We may get one friends. story this season that he'll like. Well, I, guess we'll I liked see. last week's. <laughs> All right, we might. This we is why I don't bother two. coming. We might get two. <laughs> we might get two. <laughs> might get two. <laughs> I'm not going to come to these anymore. Because I'm just gonna... <laughs> Shut up and quit because you, you didn't like you, the series. You, you, you ask just for like my every opinion other and then you derail there. me from being able to voice it. And... Uh, you're right. No, I, I, see, <laughs> I see your point with many of these things situations i think you i think you're being overly critical this season after seven episodes in i think you're you've been you've been overly critical i think from week to week but well, let, I'll well let, and that's frustrating that's your thing i, I mean no it's, it's, it's not okay. my thing no no i think have we met no, no this is totally that's your thing. thing with this particular set of stories so that's okay you can have that opinion <sighs> yeah. I, I know you're wrong but i think you can have that opinion i don't know i i i keep believe me i keep analyzing it i keep going back and back over and over going because I, I look back at the Capaldi years and I remember thinking wow this one was really kind of a stinker we had the pyramid one we had the, and yeah that one just was terrible I liked Capaldi but that's really the only oh Clara's in this one. and I was a downer and so maybe the fact that I have put all of my hopes and dreams into this season to <laughs> come up from that it's not beating your expectations yeah maybe maybe that's it i've looked at that angle i've looked at the you know maybe i am just one of those hateful fanboys that this, this isn't my show i don't want to be that guy maybe i am i don't know i keep coming back to it and going all right this will be the week well if you look at it this way though there's only three more episodes left yeah. four yep. if you clout include something that we're going to talk about in news um <laughs> i almost spoiled that didn't i um but there's only three more left, so I once we get done with the series, then we move back into books and audios and things like that, and maybe your maybe your spirits will pick back up. I hope so. I don't like being the grumpy old man. <laughs> and that's my role. I know. <laughs> you guys have switched roles. That's not true. There are times when I very much enjoy being the grumpy old man, but Doctor Who is not one of those things. <laughs> Or if you're yelling at the kids shooting off fireworks, it's like, yes, I will be the grumpy old man. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. All right. Is there anything else you guys wanted to point out about this particular story? I don't think so. I thought it was well acted. Yeah. Um, I'm you're still reaching for good things. I am. I I thought all the characters were were engaging. You're repeating. No, the characters were engaging. (laughs) Oh, the characters were engaging. That's different from the acting. Uh, We have talked about the production, which I, you know, it's it's been high, although the effects on this one were a little dodgy. But this didn't. There's just not much you can do with it. I will concur with you there, but I think only in the conveyor, the big industrial conveyor belt scene. I think was a little bit. I mean, yeah. Well, like I said, you don't have Star Wars money, do. so it's yeah. like. Eh, well, okay. but it even I don't. Yeah, I've always the Droid Factory <laughs> scene. I've never thought was really well done special effects wise either. So. Two CGI. Yeah, it's, two CGI. that's what it is. It's two CGI. So I wouldn't compare it to that. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I see any of these big action sequences like this, all I can hear is George Lucas in my head going, real, not so real, not so real, with his little colored markers. <laughs> I think the best CGI construction, not uh, construction, uh, massive delivery floor sequence that I've ever seen was in Monsters Inc. So <laughs> it was the best one. It's hard the most, to top the most that realistic one, one too. So I'll concur know. with that. <laughs> the scare floor is impressive. All, All right. All those doors. Should we move on to uh, our oh I'm I'm lost now. Uh, news. 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 That's where we're at now. Let's move on to news. So as Glenn hinted to um... <laughs> I feel like this is super special news now because we we held, <laughs> we on, held to on to it. it. 
We are it's not. Everybody that knows it knows it now. <laughs> we are getting a New Year's Day special this next year instead of a Christmas special this year. All right, Sean, what do you hate about that? <laughs> that Doctor Who has always had a Christmas special and that it needs to have a Christmas special. I don't know. The, the, the seventh Doctor didn't get a Christmas special. Sixth Doctor didn't get a Christmas special. The fact Doctor Who only started existed but to, uh, yeah. started at 2005. In regards to recent history... Yes, I. It, but they've it, already had a New Year's Day special. Yeah, end That's of time. True. Yeah, part, part two. two. Look, look how that turned part out. Part two. Part two. <laughs> look how that turned out. Wasn't part two better than part one? No, no. Oh. It was worse than part one, except for the last. But we didn't have Master eating flesh in part two. <laughs> that, but that was the only bad part about part one. Part two just completely derailed after that. All, all of part two sucked. Except for Wolf and the extended <laughs> goodbye sequence, everything else you can just no seriously. What do you think of that? Is I, it because it's not Christmas Day? Well, you know, for the people who are complaining that oh, we're not getting a Christmas special, I counter with when you when you look at the number of them that have really been Christmassy. That number that, that, that number's kind of small, realistically. Well, maybe that, half if you count. All the kind of pseudo but, but, elements but to in, it. I think in their defense, it's the because I don't, but I don't feel this way. But that's why I say in their defense, it's the it's the event idea, not necessarily the, the connection. Yes. It's not the connection to Christmas as far as theming. Because you're right, there's only been a handful of them that really. Well, I can I can see but, it both ways because like, I mean, obviously we love Christmas Carol, right? Which a Christmas Carol? It's in the title. Okay, that's a, a kind of a big deal. Christmas Invasion is setting only, realistically. I mean, we've got pilot fish and killer trees, but it, it's it that's all that's all decoration. That has really nothing to do with the plot. Christmas Carol is plot. Doctor well, Within the Wardrobe is plot but, to but, a lesser extent. But I've said it before that the from the UK perspective, when they set these things up, on in the UK, the big tradition was you had Christmas morning, you opened the presents, and you had Christmas dinner, lunch, and then family spent time together and did fun things. And then in the evening, everybody watched a movie, and it was usually what movie was playing on the BBC that night because they would, you know, disaster releg- movies. They would relegate that to the cheapest movie they could probably find on Christmas Day. It was always big, these big disaster films, and that's what Russell T. Davis remembered about Christmas Day, watching TV Christmas night. And so that's why he started the Christmas specials down that road of they were these big epic disaster films. And right, until Moffat, Moffat that he really started yeah, tying exactly. into the plot. So exactly. So when you, when you look at the overall bulk of the Christmas stories, we've had disaster film era, and then we've had a handful of like genuine Christmassy specials. But even those kind of fell, I mean, there's not a lot of Christmas in The Snowmen. There's not a lot of, and honestly, that's kind of completely no, overshadowed like by who is Clara. For a while, they've been it's kind of pushing yeah. the well, they've been pushing the Christmas trappings in some of them, right? Yeah. And so to to finally nail it, down, and of course, you know, it kind of makes a comeback with uh, Santa. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, right. you can't get any more Christmassy than that. Last Christmas, last Christmas, thank you. But <laughs> return of Doctor Mysterio, eh? You know, so. When, when, when you look at him on the whole, it's well, like... Moffat already admitted he was struggling to come up with an yeah. idea for a Christmas so, special. So anyway. we're, we're, we're struggling to come up with ideas for Christmas specials. Okay, I'm fine with going back to the disaster era or, or doing something because, like you said, it's event TV. It's something that's going to do that. Am I upset that it's going to be moved to New Year's? Not really. It sounds like I'm the, going to miss the slot. I'm going to miss our tradition of we're going to watch Doctor Who on Christmas. That Christmas is... Well, this won't be a new episode. <laughs> it won't be that episode. 
Christmas is family. Christmas is, um, you know, your family, his family, my family, so-and-so's family, the parents, the grandparents. Not all together, we going, don't all whatever. get together. Yeah, no, no, no. Don't think, don't, but, it's not all of these groups getting together. But that was. We, we would get together and at the very least talk about the Doctor Who that we, we would all carve out a section of that Christmas. We did presents and family and meal and maybe a movie or whatever you have individually going on. Each one of us carved out an hour at some point in time that weekend to sit down with their respective families and watch the Doctor Who Christmas special. And then the three of us would get together and talk about it. And that's been the tradition since See, we started this. That's the thing is, though, my motivations about not caring about this topic, but not caring about being on Christmas Day, comes down to selfish reasons for me. Oh, I sure, have, that gives you I more have, time with your family. I have never liked the fact that there's a well, Christmas special on Christmas. I mean, it's great that we get another well, thing of Doctor Who at the end of the year. When most of your extended family I, doesn't like Doctor Who or know it. about Doctor I Who. I absolutely love the fact that we're getting another in. Doctor Who, don't get me wrong. But every year, it falls on Christmas Day, and there's all this hype and It's and like working on a holiday. And, people, <laughs> and, and that's just it. I never end up getting around to watching it until a day or two later anyway, when I right. you know, I'll record it or download it later. And that's ultimately what happens. And so this year I'm like, it's not that I, I'm, I'm like, oh, yay, it's not on Christmas Day because I, ultimately I would watch it a day or two later anyway. But I don't have any sort of like ingrained uh, holiday tradition with Doctor Who for me because it's usually a day or two later until I get to it anyway. And so it's it's one of those things where it's not a tradition for me. It's not an expectation for me. It's not a the whole family sits down and watches Doctor Who because we you know, our family, we travel out of town mm-hmm. practically every year. And if we don't, then we have a large family gathering until late into the evening. and We don't get around to it anyway. So, yeah. And that's why yeah, I, said no, my, I can totally see that. My uh, my side of it is, is per- perfectly selfish. For, and it's that I don't not that I'm glad. It's just that I don't really care. It doesn't really affect. Well, me. And it, I think it's great that it's going to be on New Year's because it makes the episode itself more of an event. Yeah. Because and there's, there's no- nothing else to do on New exactly. Year's Eve except exactly. for watch a clock. Either you're going to be or New Year's Day except for watch football. Right. Either you're going to be watching football or hungover, and by the time it airs, <laughs> you're going to be you oh, know well, the viewing ratings were down this year because everybody was hungover <laughs> when they tried to watch Doctor. No, Who. but they're going to be on the couch not doing anything anyways, so <laughs> they're going to be yeah, able to watch it. Enjoyment might be tainted in the fact of the way they feel. So well, maybe this will make them feel better. Ah. You, you, you run it late. It's enough a hangover cure. See exactly. You run it late enough in the afternoon that you've already slept in. You've gotten over the hangover and now you're just kind of lounging you're munching on the leftovers and oh doctor who's on and a nice anything, distraction of going back to work tomorrow if you really <laughs> want to get into that uh, stereotype because none of the geeks ever watch the sports ball well this is a perfect thing for new year's day it's true. because well we're not doing that anyway so. but that being said has the bbc has bbc america confirmed that they're going to run it at christmas or on new year's they, day i have I, not I, seen anything I, from bbc america i can't america. see them not doing it i mean obviously they're going to but it I really be, is right now only be, the bbc that is bbc announced. america is going to run it on christmas <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised if bbc america does another simulcast yeah yeah yeah, I'm sure they will. But ultimately, if you're not a BBC America subscriber, because it is a higher cable, cable tier and you do have to pay more for that, then you might be one of these people. Like, we have a lot of listeners that don't watch Doctor Who until uh, Monday because they have they season have pass and yeah. they have to wait. So. I tell you what I don't like about it is the idea that we're going to get our three more episodes for the end of this series. And then I have to wait until next year <laughs> to get one more episode. And then I have to wait again 
because there's no more in 2019. Well, we don't know that for sure. No, we don't know that uh, for they sure. Have, they have come out and said and that no, there won't no. be anything until it's at, funny. at the very end they, of that they year. Autumn, autumn, which would be the normal schedule for Doctor Who seasons for us. So it's not any different. I'm angry, Glenn. Don't take it away from me. <laughs> <laughs> I did think it was coy that somebody had their headline. Uh, BBC does confirm that uh, Doctor Who will air in 2019. Yes, because it, it has a Christmas special. Yes. Or no, it has a. Uh, it will air in twenty nineteen, regardless. Day Beginning special. of the year special, New Year's Day special. I thought that was very coy. I it, clicked. It, it, on, it just, I clicked on the link. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went, oh, good. When have they said it's coming back? Uh, oh, I knew that. <laughs> clickbait. Yep. No, I. You know, it, it, it's. It's going to change some of the dynamic. And like you said, probably for the better. And it will be for a lot of people, though, too, that, that, that do count on watching it, sitting down with the family, watching it Christmas night. Well, and thanks to Doctor Who, a lot of other shows have picked up the Christmas special mantle also that didn't used to do it. So well, it's, it's, it's much stiffer competition getting on the BBC yeah, I think that's, for that, Christmas special. Uh, that's true and that's not true because they've been doing Christmas specials since the 1980s. They just would always kind of rotate. I think maybe they've upped the number of them, but I think it, yeah, it's the not, num- there's more than they There have been Christmas specials. Shows have done Christmas specials since at least the early 90s. So I suppose this will be the big kicker is to find out how it performs, what the ratings are like. Um quality of the episode aside it'll, it'll be something that the higher ups are definitely paying attention oh, yeah. to and does it work and if it works and if the numbers are there doctor who will have new year specials from this point out and there are some people going but what about the christmas lot well if it works on new year's i'm fine giving that up you i think the other thing have you have to look at is special. i wonder if they've looked at numbers in the past and i haven't looked into this myself to see if the numbers have been higher are very high for Christmas, but you're also competing with family gatherings. You're competing. Oh with, yeah, there's a lot more to movies compete with. because a lot of people have had a tradition of going to a movie on Christmas yeah. night. Then they have Doctor Who been around since 20. Well, the first one would have been 20. Yeah, 2005. 2006. But the benefit is no that, right. 2006. We didn't get one until now. You can go to a Fathom event and watch it in Christmas. So. Right, right. But but I guess that's my <laughs> point is Christmas, they might no. look at Christmas being a low ratings day anyway, no matter what you put on there. But New Year's Eve. Or New Year's Day, when you probably have more people watching TV because they're not doing anything, they don't have the gatherings. All of the festivities are the, the night before. Yeah. So. Or maybe it's the reverse. Maybe New Year's Day is an absolute wasteland of ratings where there's nothing going on, and they're going, "We're going to put Doctor Who on, and get a spike in these numbers. We're going to force people to sit and go, oh, hey, I can watch TV today.' Right. Right. So you know, it, there's 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 any number of wins from this move. Well, and I'm against knows? it because it goes against tradition. But that's the only reason I'm against it. <laughs> really, I mean, I, everything else is a plus. Realistically, when you boil it down, there's no bad, there's no downside to it. Yeah. So, and who it's knows just how different. much of this, how much of it is also Chibnall had a New Year's story instead of a Christmas story. I, I, it's hard. Be, it's hard to be interesting. It's hard to, to tell from the synopsis says, they gave. I know that it says it hints to that, but I wonder how much it's really going to tie into New Year's. As much as as much as the, the movie, movie. <laughs> uh, the movie is that's what I'll be watching on New Year's, <laughs> <laughs> and then this, and then this, or vice versa. That there'll be versa. two New Year's related uh, episodes, television episodes. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, Any other news? We're still doing Friday Night Who. Give us something to rotate out. That's true. <laughs> No other news. All right. Well, Rumors and stuff we're not going to comment on. <laughs> we're, we're holding on to those until they become fact. Yes. 
All right. Well, don't forget that you can support uh, this podcast by uh, giving us your money. Uh, you can become a patron of the podcast by uh, subscribing on Patreon uh, or signing up for Patreon and uh, clicking on that link on our website, TravelingVortex.com. It'll take you there and it'll show you how you can uh, contribute on a monthly basis to this podcast. Every bit of it goes right into this podcast. None of it goes into our pockets. Everything goes into this. Make it bigger and better. And, can I add uh, something to that real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinking about, um, somebody asked. Like, I, I legit had this conversation. They're like, so I, I follow some artists on Patreon, and they put all their stuff on Patreon, all their correspondence is through Patreon, all of their art is on Patreon. You guys have, like, Facebook and a YouTube channel, and it's on all the, every week you say, you can follow us on blah, blah, blah. Why would I give you money for something you're giving away for free? And they were trying to be complimentary about it. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, because you want to support the artist. That, that's kind of, you know, where we're coming from. Yes, we're providing all this stuff. And yes, we do give exclusives to our patrons. Not as many as we should. And not as many as we'd like. We are working on it. I know we've said that before, but we are. Um, but it, it's just a matter of, you know, when, when you find something that you enjoy, whether it's Doctor Who or football or whatever, and that costs money to produce. And so you sit through the advertisements or whatever in order to continue to enjoy it. And our commercial is the Patreon bit. So if you can contribute something, that's the reasoning behind that. Well I said. murdered my, my, my grand speech there. But that's... Well said. No, you did well. <laughs> Very well said. <laughs> it was much better in my head. <laughs> and you can find this podcast for free on Player FM, Google Play Store, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, and still working on Spotify. Remind me, by the way, guys, to get with Spotify and find out what's going on in that one because it's taking a while. No, don't remind me later. Don't try to send me ESP vibes or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go ahead that. and t- look in the Spotify. Get that but look for, look for us on Spotify hopefully soon. All right. Anything else we need to touch on before we uh, close this one out, guys? I don't believe so. All no, right. So that's going to do it for this week. Until next week, I'm Glenn. I'm the grumpy old man. <laughs> I'm Keith. Cheers. Good night, everybody. Be seeing you. I thought you were going to go, grr. Grr. Get off my lawn. Thanks for listening. You have been listening to Traveling the Vortex. Doctor Who and all of its associated programs are owned and trademarked by the BBC. No infringement is intended or implied.